0: Good morning, uh, before we get started, uh, I'm going to shift this over because I don't trust the music stand with my laptop, but uh, for members, the slides were sent out this morning to your email, so if you want to follow along, um, uh, feel free to pull out your, your phone or, or whatever and, and follow along. Uh, if you do not have the slides, uh, they will be presented. Uh, some of the text is a little bit small, so feel free to scoot on up um, and uh, yeah, get a little cozy. Give me one second here. Um, For those of you that are new around here, this is our annual meeting. Uh, This is where we get to look back at the past year. Uh, We do talk some logistics and finances and stuff like that, but we also get to look at God's faithfulness uh, to our church and through our church over the last year. Uh, And then we also get to do a little vision casting, and and I'm pretty excited about that. Um, There's a lot of exciting things on the horizon for us as a church. So. Um this is, uh, yeah, the annual meeting. Uh, definitely encourage members to to be here and part of this, uh, although this is open to any uh, CLCers to, to sit in and listen. I understand uh, for those that need to leave, uh, feel free to do so. Uh, you may make your exit. Uh, we do have Holy Chow afterwards, though, so I encourage you to stay. Uh, and yes, I am the only thing between you and lunch, so we will keep this uh, short and sweet, hopefully. Um, so... Let's get started, and then I'll be inviting other uh, other board members and, and pastors up in a little bit, but um, for those that don't know me, my name's Jared. Uh, I am on the board of directors here. Uh, we also have uh, Colin Tomakawa who's here, uh, and then David Liu, who's actually at the uh, children's ministry space in the church office, so uh, we are your lay board members, uh, and then also the, the pastors are a part of the board as well, so um, thank you for being here. Uh, thank you for being part of our church family. And without further ado, we're gonna hop right into um, some of the housekeeping things. So uh, the first thing that we're gonna go through is actually the uh, meeting minutes from from last year's annual meeting. Uh, this is the slide. That's uh, the text is a little small, so I'll, I'll I'll give you a I'll give you a quick highlight. So. Um, <clears throat> uh basically last year we we did our annual meeting over zoom uh if you guys can remember we were all virtual at that point in time um we did a just kind of part one part two uh, similar to format this morning but we looked back uh, looked at budget stuff and then there was also space for q a Um, we will be doing the same this morning Uh, next slide so uh, just a quick overview of minutes Um, we approved the minutes from 2020 uh, there was a question um, that got addressed, and there was actually a side note at the end um, that, that got noted in the minutes. Um, we also covered pastoral search committee uh, highlights of 2020 and early 2021. We did our financial review as well as um, looked at the budget for that year. Uh, we also had a missions-giving update uh, and then uh, the pastor's thoughts on the future of um, in-person services, so uh, we started in-person services shortly thereafter. So that was kind of minutes of the of the first section, and then we moved into Q and A. Uh, this first slide is all questions just regarding uh, moving back to in-person services. So uh, people were asking about what SDA was doing, uh, thoughts about um, doing a church in the parking lot, as well as um, questions just regarding if we were paying rent to SDA. So those were all SDA related questions. Um, I think most of those are self. Uh, answerable now that we are sitting here in this room right now uh the next question uh next slide was a little bit about the pastoral team model uh, and so we talked a little bit about the how the roles were divided uh, I, i'd like to go through this just a reminder because i think not everyone understands and knows just the roles of the various pastors but um the kind of title for for these various pastors are pastor ben is the pastor of evangelism um, caitlin's our director of exalting uh, pastor Eric, the pastor of Empowerment, and Pastor Calvin, pastor of Enfolding and Edification. Uh, there was also a question regarding, are we looking for our own church building? And we addressed that um, we had done a facility search for, for a couple of years um, to, to purchase a building and um, that we had stopped the active search, um, but if God led us to a property, we would consider it. So, And then the last bit, there was just a follow-up note from the previous year's minutes that we addressed um, And then we uh, did broke out into into prayer time. So I know that was a lot. Uh, We do formally need to approve last year's minutes. Um, So if I can get uh, a member to motion to approve. Yvonne, are you motioning? Great, thank you. Yvonne motions to approve the minutes from the 2020 annual uh, meeting. Can I get another member to second? All right, Eric is seconding. Uh, and then all in favor anyone opposed great uh that was great and easy thank you <clears throat> um now now we get to move into a little bit more of the look back uh, as well as look forward so uh if you uh again got the slides, here is a slide uh a kind of a pastoral note from from pastor calvin i'll give you a quick uh again sorry it's really small um I encourage you to read this. I'm not going to read it in its entirety, but um, I love the message this morning. Uh, Pastor Calvin just sharing this idea of um, how we are family and kind of in the house of God and how church really represents that. And he walked us through our mission. This is really just an encouragement for that as well. Um, there are a lot of rooms to the church, right? And and part of that is uh, just table fellowship. And that has been like part of the DNA of CLC for um, just CLC's history, right? Um, and we have, for the last couple of years during the pandemic, not been able to have all of these rooms open. And so really what we're looking forward to in 2022, and as we do celebrations like the 100-year hundred, hundred uh, anniversary, we are really committing to opening up all these figurative rooms in the church uh, and to be that um, house of God uh, that we are. So I encourage you to read that in the slides. I'm not going to read it in details here, but um, thank you for that encouragement, Pastor Calvin. So uh, one of the things that we get to do in the uh, annual meeting is usually we look back at just the last year. Um, our last annual meeting was actually in June, so it kind of a short, short period. But something that's exciting from this year is that this is our 100th year anniversary. And so um, I would love to just touch on some of the highlights uh, over the past uh, 100 years. Uh, thank you to the staff and, and folks that helped contribute to slides, uh, for th- these slides as well as the rest of the slides. I'm very grateful to them. But uh, CLC started in 1922, Um, so yes, 100 years ago, uh, feels like a long time. Uh, Some interesting things that I didn't actually know uh, is that in 1942, uh, when World War II broke out, uh, CLC actually closed for a couple years, um, as the church was made up of primarily uh, Japanese folks, uh, and they were moved into internment camps, and so uh there was a period actually in in um CLC's history that you know was very went through some very very challenging times um but praise god it opened again in 1946 um some other highlights moving uh like a couple decades uh forward uh, pastor Wayne was hired in 1982 i know a lot of you guys were around when he was here um as and then as well as in 1986 is kind of when home groups as you know them today were sort of formed or or like how they're structured And then next slide. Uh, so for those that didn't know, we have been in SDA since 1994. Uh, and for some of you keep thinking that the 90s were like 6 to 10 years ago. Let me remind you that that was 28 years ago. So it has been quite a while uh, that we have been here um, so very grateful for the space. Um, we also, in the 90s, uh, started the Ministry Expansion Fund. You'll hear us refer to that as the MEF. Um, but that really just a, a set-aside pool of funds um, just from uh, the tithes that really help us to expand ministries and kind of be a little bit more streamlined instead of going through the whole budget process every single time. Uh, it does allow the board to direct funds for things that come up. Uh, an example last year was uh, being able to, to set aside 50000 for the social justice ministry. So that was when that started. Uh, We also did our first eye screening in in 2010s, uh, early 2010s. I don't know the exact year. Um, And then next slide. Uh, So the Kingdom Fund was created in 2012. Kingdom Fund, again, is a way for – it was like a small committee that that looked at funds and uh, set aside uh, amount to then – for CLC to then pass on and and, – uh, give to other ministry partners. Uh, and again, when you're giving to CLC, you're not just giving to CLC, you're giving through CLC. And this was one of the ways that that happens. And then, in, obviously, in 2020, we moved online uh, during the pandemic. So that was something new for us. Um, and then just last year in 2021, we sent out the Huang family uh, into the field. So these are just a few highlights, obviously, it's a hundred years. there's way more that we could talk about, but this is just a taste of um more to come um but it's just very exciting to see God's faithfulness to this church um you know we we we're going through a pandemic, church looks a little different today, but I'm very encouraged and reminded by that that God is working through our church um and has been and he has been faithful and will continue to be faithful so that um has always been an encouragement to me, especially as church looks a little different today, right. Uh, We did want to highlight a couple things uh, in the past year and also give you a little sneak peek for what's to come. So uh, this is the 2021 and look into 2022. Um, If you remember, we started in-person services again uh, last July. So shortly after last year's annual meeting, uh, we started uh, meeting here in this space again. Um, There was also, a let's see, uh, we also started up Holy Chow again uh, late last year. Uh, we did our taco truck event. Um, coming up this year, I want to highlight a couple things. We are doing a uh, a joint Easter s- celebration with uh, Oakland Worship Center. We're also, shameless plug, for the retreat, which Denny introed so well earlier. Uh, I, I I don't think I could top that. So uh, sign up for the retreat. I will be there. My, my, my uh, family will be there. I look forward to seeing you guys there. Uh, we're also doing another church picnic, a big hit last year. Uh, I'm very excited to be able to do that again this year. Uh, and we have our hundred year celebration more details uh, to come on that uh, next we're moving into some of the financial stuff um, so here here's just a highlight of of the uh, budget numbers from uh, these are the actual numbers from twenty twenty one so uh, you'll see overall we had an operating surplus of four thousand eighty one dollars uh, let me remind you that we were projecting a Forty-six thousand dollar deficit in the budget last year. So, it, it seems like yes, there was a surplus of four thousand dollars, but really it was an it was uh, close to uh, fifty thousand dollars that. Um, we were in the black uh, and that is really just due to God's faithfulness uh, and your faithfulness to the church. uh, As you guys continue to give throughout the pandemic, as things have changed, um, you know, we're really appreciative of that and all glory to God and just how he is continuing to work through our church to live out our, you know, we have our mission that that, again, Calvin went through so well today. So um, that is an amazing thing. So praise God just for that. Um, There's a breakdown of, of the actual expenses uh, and as well as the income, Um, and this slide is a little bit of a duplicate, but breaks that down a little bit more, uh, and also covers the mark to market adjustment, um, which is actually down $29,000, um, as well as the total MEF spending, um, which again is that ministry expansion fund that we were talking about earlier. So. Uh, That is the summary from last year's actuals and and now we get to talk a little bit about uh, this upcoming year and projected expenses. So uh, one of the things I'm really excited about in the budget this year is uh, if you look at that ministry and programs uh, line item, uh, we've actually allocated quite a bit more this year to ministry, um, and I'm very excited about that just because we we are starting to do things again as a church, right? We are meeting again in person. Uh, There's opportunity for us to do what Pastor Calvin was saying uh, as, as we talk about, like, we need to, there's a necessary hospitality as well as this need to serve the world. And part of that, and just one piece of that is um, being able to invite people to come to know who God is. And so we are hoping and, and very excited through the, just the various ministries as well as programs that we have planned uh, to be able to do that, and so um, very excited for that um and that is hopefully you know reflected well in the budget uh we we did for income type uh, it is a little bit of an average over the past couple of years you know church has been a little bit different, and so uh our expected income is is has been an average uh over the past couple of years um, and with that, we are actually projecting uh, an eight thousand dollar deficit uh, eight thousand five hundred and eighty three to be exact um, but uh again. Uh, this is just a call to the church uh, and to be uh, faithful in your giving and, and just a reminder that when you give, you're really giving to support, um, yes, the staff and, and yes, the facilities, and but that's also to support the ministries and uh, for us to be able to live out our mission um, and do that well. So thank you very much just for your generosity. Um, we are excited to see what God does this year, uh, and we are also just looking forward, trusting uh, in his faithfulness for, for this upcoming year. Um, with that, I'd like to introduce uh, Pastor Eric to give a quick synopsis. So uh, just briefly to introduce this segment, um, if you remember a couple months ago, uh, Bruce came up here and shared with you just a call to pray. Uh, at that time, the, the children's ministry were meeting outside in the alleyway here, and it was you know getting to a time of year where it was cold. Um, and we asked you guys to pray for a space uh, for somewhere for us to be able to do children's ministry because that is a core part of who we are right to be able to um love on children love on families um and and be able to teach them about who god is and uh praise god for the amazing space that that uh opened up in the church office um i have been there with my wife and, and daughter uh, and it's just been a great time for us to be able to do church with other families right um and so that has been a great band-aid kind of fix um but we'd love to call you into more prayer for for kind of what's potentially next. Um, and that's where I'll let uh, Eric share a little bit.
1: Yeah. Um, well, talking about the location, we just want to bring everybody up because I think at the heart of this, we want, um, real briefly, we want this to be a, um, you know, a family conversation that we're having. It's not going to be an overnight thing, but we want to know, uh, we want you to know where the pastors and where the board and where our staff is like where we're turning and facing and uh, we hope you'll face, uh, turn and face the same way. Um, and some of this has been going on way before I got here, right? We're looking uh, for uh, looking for maybe a, a place to buy um, and to purchase. Coming out of the pandemic, this has now come back onto the radar screen. And the first thing, just walking through this really quickly, our current location and status—the nice way to say it—it's suboptimal for uh, for health, growth, and value, right? Um, uh, currently, if we were a church and we said to ourselves, let's build a building, we probably, wouldn't, we probably wouldn't build this building, right? And so it's with that mindset that I think we, in a good way, we, we want to come, uh, we, we wanna come um, at this. Um, first is the spiritual health. You know, when we look at the church, and I want to preach a sermon right now, but I'm not going to do it. When it comes to what the church is, the biblical imperative is to meet and be fully the church. Right, God loves that, and if you read Calvin's analogy of the church being a house, right now we're using you know one or two rooms right and coming out of the coming now out of the pandemic, I think what we want to do is say as c l c how do we use all the rooms so it feels like us right because we have God's call to us when we look at look when we look at acts um two forty two and how the church has grown and how it thrives. Um, and then it's the kind of the specific call. Some churches are called to build; they build big warehouses. That's what they're called to. Uh, that's not who. That's probably not what we would do. But for the spiritual spiritual health, how um, how does the place we meet uh, help or um, in, in, or inhibit that? The second thing is just growth. And again, CLC is not the DNA is not a. We're not a program driven church. We're driven by Scripture, by family, by community, and by out and by reaching out. What of a facility that really uh, was able to help us reach out more, right, and uh, one that was uh, fit really well for our families and energy and for old, young, small, every place, and 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 so for not only spiritual health and growth but also value, um, we are uh, we are investing money in the places we lease right now, and the again spiritual and growth return on those things is uh, very low, and so. Um, and so we want to look at how do we repurpose and reallocate those things. And, other, and, and so the big picture of this would be our meeting space should always bring momentum to our mission. And right now we say, okay, is there a space that we would find that would bring momentum to what who God has called us to be in this place? And so this is really quick. Here's the game plan. This is what... Um, uh, we're looking at doing. The first one is um, we are probably not looking to buy a place right now coming out of it. Although if something presented itself, I think we'd all go, okay, that's really a good deal. Right? We, we'd be open to that. But right now we're probably not looking to buy coming coming out of the pandemic and it doesn't look like prices um, uh, are down. We're primarily looking from the Berkeley area out. So we're going to stay right here. I mean, we're going to look specifically mm-hmm targeting Berkeley or out, um, uh, you know, geographically. And um, it could be an existing church. I think sometimes they go, oh, there's a church here or here. If there is one, we'd love, we'd love to entertain it, but it, just to say it's very rare. So we're probably more intrigued with a flexible space to serve that would be able to serve the community and be useful 24-7 uh, to CLC and for us to serve even other other ministries around. And so we're looking for that, and so we want to invite you into that uh have your eyes open if this is something that you know that wakens your heart, please um, uh, um, you know uh, approach me, let me know uh, we'd love uh, love for your help and so the call to action is matthew seven seven ask, seek, and knock so ask God, God, what would you have for us? Just be praying that as one of the normal prayers seek if you see something um uh or and we're going to be seeking. Uh, you can seek with us. Um, I'm on LoopNet all the time and talking to uh, the brokers that um, we've asked. And the other one is knock. We're literally going to be knocking on doors. But um, uh, but we would invite you into that process. Even now today as we talk, uh, when you think about it, be, be be imagining what God might have for us at, at CLC. But we wanted to know where we're heading, and we invite you, invite you in to be prayerful uh, about that. For uh, what God would uh, what God would have for us coming for the next five, ten, hundred years.
0: Right. Thanks, Pastor Eric. Uh, so yeah, you might you might have a lot of questions. Just a reminder, this is like super early. We are like casting vision and exploring options um don't have a lot of answers yet but just yeah our, our call to action is we want to be a prayerful church we want to be a church um, that is led by the spirit and that and that we we seek god first and and you know everything else will kind of fall in place and so we are asking the church to be praying over this um you know again we we ask the church to pray over the children's ministry space and we saw god's faithfulness there and now we're just making another ask right to to be praying alongside us uh, and to be visioning uh and, and just waiting upon the lord in this so again super early we're not committing to anything other than to be praying uh and to be ex- kind of exploring and as as we look into this vision so um that uh, we're, we're hoping to uh put together a little bit more like actionable stuff for you guys to to like really pray on specific things um and so hopefully in the in the next couple weeks maybe months um we will be putting together a little bit more of a a prayer plan for you guys to follow along with us. But that's really what we're inviting you into now. Um, and, uh, we, again, just want to be a a, a church that continues to be led by God and and to be able to see his faithfulness. So, um, that is just a brief update on locations. Uh, and then now I'd like to invite up Colin to share a little bit about, um, what's coming this year with our hundred year anniversary.
2: Uh, My name is Colin, newest member of the board, Uh, privileged to step into the stream of lots of dedicated members of the church uh, serving and loving this community. Uh, Milestone birthdays and anniversaries are a distinct opportunity for us in culture and community to celebrate, uh, to honor, uh, to look back, and also to be inspired about what's to come. Uh, we this year as a church have a chance to do one of these milestone celebrations together. Uh, there are some people here who've been working on that. The pastors, the staff have already begun to lay some of the groundwork uh, for this and would love to share a little bit about what's uh, what, what's coming uh, down the road. Uh, my personal motivation is pretty high on this. I feel like it's a great opportunity to be a part of what God's going to do in this community. Uh, largely, right, society is kind of re emerging uh, into kind of more public spaces. Uh, where is the church? Where will the church be kind of as kind of all of the world begins to come out of this pandemic season? And I'm very excited about the church's place in that, and then specifically uh, where Christian layman has its uh, place in kind of the re emerging of uh, society and people and relationships. Uh, one of our own, Sylvia Chin, has done some uh, work on. I'm thinking about this and wanted to hand her the microphone to share a little bit about what she's excited for and what she's looking forward to uh, in this centennial celebration.
3: Thanks, Colin. I'm not a member. I'm a member. Just a member. So hi, I'm Sylvia, and uh, I want to give you three reasons why I'm so excited about CLC becoming 100 years old. Um, the first reason is personal, uh, and uh, may- maybe many of you can resonate with that um, and it 's kind of simple. I just have never been to a celebration for a hundred years old thing, anything so um, my oldest my oldest relative is my grandmother uh, from my mom 's side she 's ninety seven so close but not a hundred. And then I was thinking, well, you know, uh, many of you know that I used to live in Australia, and Australia is a pretty young country. Then I went and looked and it turned out that I left Australia when it turned 98. So still not 100, so this is a great opportunity for me for the first time to celebrate something that has turned 100 years old. And then the second reason, um, you know, many of you have mentioned today, It has something to do with the pandemic. So we have endured two years of pandemic together, but separately in the comfort of our own homes. So our church life has been virtual. We even send out our beloved pastor of 11 years and his family out via Zoom. So... You know, celebrating our church that has persevered through a 100 years of ups and downs is actually a very worthy excuse for us to come together and just give thanks to God for his faithfulness. And then the third reason I have um, is that the celebration itself is an act of worship. We give thanks to God for his provision and the many, many blessings that he's given our church in the whole century that has just passed. So what I want to do is really encourage everyone to just offer your talents during this whole celebration year. How you're going to be involved is going to look different from person to person. But come as you are. Some people may give time some people may give money some people may be engaged in the process creatively some other people they may help with the logistical side but what it does is as we gather as we celebrate our creator we reunite as a community together so so I want to end this with a video that my family created for CLC. So when we think about, okay, visiting someone who's turning 100 years old, what do we do? We bring a gift. So this video is a gift that we're gifting to CLC and every one of you. So please enjoy.
4: Happy 100th birthday, Christian Layman Church. 100 years is a long time, and anything that survives 100 years deserves to be celebrated. Since the birth of CLC in 1922, we've had 18 U.S. presidents, 23 Summer Olympic Games, and we put a man on the moon. CLC itself has had 23 pastors since the 1950s. But did you know that half the churches in the US are over 75 years old? So even though CLC has been around for a century, perhaps it's not that special, is it?
0: Let's take a look. CLC was started in 1922 by Japanese Issei members during a time when they were considered aliens to this land they called home. When CLC bought its first building in Berkeley in 1928, The title was in the name of some of the Issei's children. It was illegal for aliens to own property in California at that time, so some nieces as young as 12 or 14 years old were part owners of the first CLC building. Can you imagine our basic youths owning a church building?
2: Then there were three years they spent in internment camps during World War II. Our members were sent to two different camps but they continued to pursue God during that time and never let go of their faith. They had joint services with other Christians in the camps. They also held Sunday school for the children. When our members were released from the internment camp, CLC was the main support system for members to get back on their feet. They did not know that the official mission statement we have now, but they definitely lived and demonstrated what love God,
4: love people, and serve the world means even during a very challenging time. So not only do I think CLC is special, CLC is both special and unique. CLC weathered and persevered through discrimination and injustice in the first 50 years of the last century, while staying true to its original vision as a layman-led church. CLC did not lean on denomination for survival. Instead, it leaned on God and his provision. In time, it evolved from a Japanese immigrant church to a multi-ethnic Asian American church. Our Issei's and Nisei's built a foundation that allowed us to grow, thrive, and serve the world in God's name. Think houses in Mexico, eyeglasses in the East Bay, wheelchairs in China, and many, many more. Christian Lehman Church, you are beloved by our Heavenly Father we celebrate your 100th birthday and we thank God for his many blessings happy century CLC yeah,
2: uh, pretty cool right uh, I have two thoughts uh, for us uh, on the the centennial celebration one is God started this church a hundred years ago and Having its 100th year celebration is no mistake this year. I think there's a little bit of purpose and plan in God's, God's design. How will we participate in what God started 100 years ago as we come out of this season, this challenging season together, uh, for the sake of the community? Uh, to build on that, I think there could be some people, as you sort of think about people who've been here before, people in your uh, relational circle, who you might want to invite uh, to the celebrations that are to come. Uh, the people who've perhaps checked out CLC and and aren't currently here, or even people you've thought about inviting uh, to church, inviting them to uh, the couple of celebrations planned uh, in the months ahead could be a great opportunity. So if you just stop and think and let God kind of license your imagination of who you might invite in the season ahead, that'd be a great thing for us to do together as a church.
0: Yes, thank you. Uh, I am very excited for this celebration. I heard there was a big celebration at 80 or 85, uh, which I was not around for, and so I am looking forward to experiencing the one this year. Um, That concludes our kind of prepared uh, presentation uh, for the annual meeting this morning, but we are